Welcome to the Simply Resilient Podcast, episode number 83, an interview with country singer Darian Lee. My name is Jesse Ellertson, and I am a certified life coach and a military wife who is in the trenches of life with each of you. This podcast is for military wives who know how to handle the challenges of deployments and frequent trainings, but want to improve the experience that they are having in the process. If you are ready to thrive while your husband is away, then you are in the right place. Okay, you guys, I have such a treat for you today. This is something that I haven't done yet. I've interviewed lots of people, but never someone quite like uh, the guest that we have on today. Her name is Darian Lee, and she is a country artist. She's from a small town in Minnesota. She's been singing since she was basically able to talk. She's been on the country music scene for like over seven years, and it just released a song a beautiful song called 10,000 Miles that is about uh, her boyfriend who is a Marine and when he was deployed and how that felt for her and her experience. And I'm just so excited to have her on the podcast today and get to know her a little better and hear more about her story. So welcome, Darian. We're so glad to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Okay. Well, so your song 10,000 Miles just released on June 25th. How are you feeling? It is kind of a whirlwind, you know, you prepare for a release for so long. I had this song, I always say, in my back pocket for over a year. So I had it sitting for a while before I released it and was kind of just waiting for the right time. And now having it out in the universe after a year of listening to it in my car is a very surreal feeling. Well, I love it. I've been listening to it as well as your other music in preparation for this interview. And I'm just Thank one you. of your biggest fans now, Darian. I hope you know. <laughs> I like literally I woke that. up this morning with 10,000 miles in my head that from sea to shi- from sea to shining sea part. I'm not going to sing it for you because yeah, but I was like, <laughs> it's so good. So I want to hear, you. I want to hear more about you. Um, and then we'll kind of get into more of like the song and your experience. Can you tell us just a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, like you said, I'm from a very small town in Minnesota. I've been traveling back and forth with Nashville instead of doing music more professionally as I got older. It's really hard to be professional when you're like 14. So it is. It's as challenging. You get older, it, exactly. It becomes a lot more natural as you get older. And I've been really lucky to release a lot of music that means something to me, but I don't feel I've ever released something that means as much to me as this one. Mm. Um, I've It's such a great career and I've been really enjoying it. I know everything in life comes with its highs and lows and trials and triumphs but for me when you love what you do all the trials and the triumphs are worth it for the triumphs absolutely and that applies so specifically to military life as well because we you know people in the outside world and then even when you're in it sometimes it can be easy to focus on the hardest parts but there's so many amazing parts too that's what when I tell people about that I'm I'm a military wife and we talk about it. And I just say like military life has been such an amazing fit for our family. And people are like, what? Cause they're so used to people right. saying like, it's really hard and it is really hard, but simultaneously has been such an incredible experience. Right. There's something beautiful about it. That's different than the unexpected. It is. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your boyfriend and your, you know, kind of how that built towards this song, that experience. Yeah. We started dating. Obviously, anybody with anybody in the military that they love knows that soon after so long comes a deployment. And we had seen each other a few times. We strictly actually were long distance throughout most of our relationship until recently. And throughout the deployment, it was, I mean, COVID happened. There's so Mm. many different 
different balls being thrown is really interesting time to say the least. But before COVID and the pandemic hit, I was actually at CRS in Nashville. And so, you know, you're smile on your face as big as it can be picture perfect smile you're walking around shaking hands I see you again all of that and sometimes when you're doing that kind of thing it's as much fun as it literally you can imagine it being you're playing shows you've dreamt of all of these things but in the middle of that is kind of that human sense of you that gets not necessarily tired of the picture perfect smile but has so much emotionally going on because of your significant other being on a deployment whatever it might be in your personal life right. that the picture perfect smile gets kind of old mm. and I was having a hard time deciding what to record and it just kind of stumbled upon me it was a 25 minute write which is not normal it's incredible <laughs> but it was yeah I feel like it came out perfectly imperfect in all the ways that it needed to be and mm. so really lucky for that one that is so cool. Okay. So I have a question for you. Yes. Okay. So I was like thinking about, you know, some of my favorite parts and I want to find out like your favorite lyrics or, or whatever, but the voicemail, is it the, is it the voice yes. of your boyfriend or is it someone else you got to record it? <laughs> no, it's my boyfriend. <laughs> oh, because like, I think every military significant other has that voicemail like we missed that call right. and we're just like no I missed him and I don't know when he's gonna be able to call back right. but we just like listen to it over and over because we're like that's yes. like that voicemail just every time that's the opening of the right. song I'm like tearing up right now I'm like that is <laughs> that moment is so poignant for military spouses so I'm really glad that you included that it was a great a great start and Thank you. That was a toss up. I was really like, do I add it? Do I not? And then finally, it was kind of almost a joke between the two of us though, too, because you never know what the calls are going to come in as if they're going to come in from their iPhone, you know, whatever it is, satellite phone, unknown caller, weird number that make no sense. And I didn't realize that right away. So he was able to call me like a month in Mm -hmm. and I got these random calls from a random number. And I was like, I don't want to talk to anybody yeah, about I don't my answer random car numbers. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, I'm no, thank you. Mm. Don't have a car extended warranty. No, thanks. <laughs> Whatever. And I finally felt like the fifth one was like, okay, I'll, I'll answer. Maybe it's something, I don't know, booking. We'll see. I answered. And he's like, Hey, it's me. And I was like, well, what it's you. Like <laughs> it was kind of a joke because literally and his dad had done the same thing. His dad had canceled the call so many times oh as well because God. he had forgotten that his call would come in from that such a random weird. number. Oh my yeah. Goodness. So we we're both like in the same boat is a little bit of a joke, but also something so sentimental to add that in. Not necessarily that the voicemail is a joke, but kind of like a little laugh between us. Of yes. How many times did I actually miss the first call? <laughs> that is so funny. And he's over there like, why is nobody answering my calls? Come on, you guys. <laughs> Literally. And I like when he answered, I was like, was that you four times before this? I felt terrible. And he's like, yeah, that that was me. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I remember when my husband was in basic training and I would just carry my phone with me everywhere because I never knew when he would call and it was very infrequent. Right. And just this one time, like I hadn't heard from him in weeks, I think. And this one time I had just like set it down to run outside and do something, of course. And I come back into that, that missed call voicemail. And I was like, just on the ground crying. I'm like, I could just, right. I, I, I could use a call from him so badly right now. And there it was. And right. I just missed it. You know, it's like, it's so just beautiful and painful. And just, it turned like going through those experiences, having to be a part, it can be so strengthening for relationships. 
because it like puts you right. through the fire, right? Like it, it turns you yeah. into like the best version of yourself because it's so amazing and so challenging. <laughs> it really is. And it's like, I think it teaches you so much more about valuing the communication that you're allowed to have mm. or that you get to have, you know, you take those moments and really just soak them in. And I think it just teaches you to cherish your relationship with that person so much more because you don't get the constant communication that others might get. Yeah, it really does. And I, I tell people that sometimes I say, you know, it's so hard to have them apart, but then I feel like I very rarely take for granted our time together because of how much time we've spent apart. I think everyone, even who doesn't have any of this kind of context that, that you and I are discussing today can now understand that a little better from COVID because, you know, as soon as you can't hang out with people or as soon as you can't just go into any store, all of a sudden, like, you'll like never take that for granted again, or hopefully, right. you know, sometimes <laughs> even after a while, we'll start to take it for granted again, but it gives you this perspective of, of just knowing what you have. And that's so valuable. It really does. It definitely gives you that. And it's really interesting to go through the distance of deployment through COVID just because in the beginning I was very, you know, keep busy, whatever. He was like, don't go day by day, go week by week. It'll go so much faster. And I was like, okay, whatever. I have a busy life regardless. So I can function and make it work, make myself busy, you know, rather than the every night FaceTime calls. And then TikTok came and it was every night watching TikTok. (laughs) Yes. It was interesting to go from keeping as busy as possible with like the public world. And then it just being you and your home because it just gets to be so secluding in a way. And I know so many people went through that and realized that, but it's really different to go through a deployment while going under a pandemic because everything was so unexpected mm, and so different than you would have than right. you originally planned for totally right well speaking of the day by day and the week by week that's another line in the song that I love where it's like step by step until I'm in your arms is that right yeah step by step until I'm in your arms and it's so true that it's all a like a it's like a mind game to try to get time to pass as quickly as possible without just like wishing it all away. Like you want to still have your time and live your life while they're away. But it, that's what it always comes back to is just like every, like there's some days where you're like, I can only figure out what to do like in the next minute or hour. And then and that's kind of when you're struggling and in that survival mode moment. And then there's times when you're feeling really good and you're like, Oh man, it's already like Friday again. Like I would measure time in like trash days. I'd be like, Oh, feels like I just took out the trash yesterday, but here we are like trash day again. And I'd be like, oh, these weeks are going fast, you know? So right. it's so interesting to measure time that way. And I love that line because it's like, I'll just keep going. I'll just keep going no matter like if time feels like it's going slow or fast until I'm like back in your arms. Like that's the goal. And that, that's such a exactly. sentiment. I love that. That's definitely one of my favorites too, because it's such a visual representation of what you're feeling and what you're thinking. Yeah. And you're imagining that moment, that reunion, that homecoming. Exactly. So good. What are some other like important lines to you or or favorite lines? I think there's so many that because it was such a fast, right? It was everything that was in my mind and my heart just pouring out. And it made it so perfectly imperfect and able to be related to Mm -hmm. even by people outside of military relationships, just in long distance, whatever it might be. But I think even just the beginning lines, because there's so much more meaning, but besides just like ocean waves and everything, like waves in the ocean are bound to the sea. They're mm-hmm. bound to come into sea at some point, just like you're bound to be back here at some yeah. point, you know, there's it will so end. many more. <laughs> exactly. There's mm-hmm. so many more deeper meanings, I feel like. And where they all came from, 
sometimes I just have those light bulb moments and things yeah. just explode on the paper and it's perfect but mm. I don't know I think because I'm such an ocean tide person I love water I'm so in love with that any moment you can get in the water I think it all just kind of tied together exactly how it needed to Oh, that's beautiful. And the music video that you made is just beautiful with the ocean and the pier and everything. That was the first thing I watched when I was just first getting to know you. And I was like, this is gorgeous. I was just so impressed with that. So everybody that's listening, go right now on YouTube and watch the music video. At the end, we're going to talk about all the places they can like go find your song. And I actually do want to play like a little preview for them. Um, here on the episode. So we'll do that in a little bit. Another line that I love is like, my love is wherever you are, because that's another very cool concept that you learn in military life. And I want to get your thoughts on this as well. But it's like, we can't have at times we can't have develop and cultivate our relationship in the way that we would prefer and in the way that most people are used to. And this comes with any long distance, but particularly this kind of thing where you almost can't even know where they are at all times or what they're doing at all times, it like brings that extra layer of like, we have almost nothing of the way we're used to being together and the way we're used to right. strengthening and connecting and all of those things. But to just start to find new ways to think about like, the, you know, these challenges can make our relationship stronger. My love is wherever you are, you're here with me, even though you're not here with me, like you're starting to learn. It really stretches your heart and your mind to create those feelings of connection when you can't have them the way you would normally create them. And it's, it's like one of the most incredible things that has come to me from all of this, of, of being in this military life is, is being able to do that because then I can always feel him and feel his love, like no matter where he is or how far or how long or all the circumstances. Right. So I just wanted to find out from you what, if you have any thoughts or experiences about that. Yeah, I know for me, just the unknown of not literally having any idea where he was, what he's doing, what even the time zone was, because time zones are crazy. And there's just many different things that go into it. And I felt like there's so many people that say, you know, I'm waiting for you. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. But it's always, you know, I think sometimes we forget in that they're waiting too. And for me, I felt like saying that you were waiting was so cliche because everybody says it. And it's a beautiful sentiment to say because it's true. But I think it's almost gotten almost knocked down in its sentiment because of how much people do say it and how it's taken for granted and taken away sometimes. And for me, it was something where I didn't want to say something that was so expected. And I wanted to just be honest and saying, like, my love is wherever you are, because my love, like you said, follows you and yours follows me rather than me sitting here and waiting for your love. My love is where you are because you are there. Mm, That's so beautiful. And it means so much to them over there to know that. And it's, it's back to the waiting thing. Like you were mentioning, like when, when you're apart so long, your, your brain will start to offer you things like maybe we're growing apart, maybe, you know, whatever, but to just continually remind yourself, like, no, we're as close as ever they're waiting. Their love is there for me. I'm here for like, they, like we're, we're both constantly reminding ourselves of these ideas that we're creating to help us get through it and to stay more connected and feel all that love that you, you have to be way more intentional to create it in that way. And so that's, that's so awesome. I love that part. Okay. Darian, I wanted to find out from you if there was like a particular memory or funny or interesting story that you wanted to share from during uh, your boyfriend's deployment. Oh my gosh. There's so many. (laughs) You have to only pick one. Right. (laughs) It's the hardest part. I think 
even though you're so distant, you still manage to have funny things happen all the time. Mm-hmm. But for me with COVID, it made it so different. But there was one instance where he was able to get internet and FaceTimed me. And it was like literally 2.30 in the morning. I passed out hardcore sleep, zonked out. And he calls me and I answered it. And I was like, like, I couldn't even see my phone in that moment because it was so like, you were dead asleep. And I'm answering it. And he's like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm fine, but it's 2.30 a.m. So I'm just, you know, waking up. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny because they're asleep when we're awake and we're asleep when they're awake. And even though you know that difference is happening, it's still kind of surreal to enter into the middle of their night or they're in the middle of your day or whatever, you know, and they're like, oh yeah, I'm eating breakfast, but you're asleep. Like it's it's so hard (laughs) to just constantly be like making that adjustment. That's so funny. But you answer it 2.30 a.m. You're like, I'm here. I'm I'm ready. I'm awake. (laughs) Whenever you want to call. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I would always tell my husband. Like anytime I'll just wake up, I'll catch up on sleep later, whatever it is you just call. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Tell me about the importance, like if it's important to you as like, is music like your outlet and how is that, how does that play into kind of needing that space to create? And this is something I actually just recorded a podcast episode on this for my listeners of that importance of, first of all, doing things that are for you, doing something in that creative space. Like it doesn't have to necessarily be writing music, right? Just anything that's in that creative space for you and to have that outlet to not have things build up and just to give you, just to kind of make yourself a priority and give your thoughts and emotions like a place to come out. So how has that been for you right. in, in this deployment season that you had and then also just in life with your music? Yeah, I've always used music as probably my main way to express how I feel. And learning to write music was really huge in that because it allowed me to express it in a way that was from me because I'm, I'm the youngest child and typically as the youngest child, you kind of learn to do your own thing in a way. I have three yeah. older brothers. There's the chasing the brothers around type of thing, but also the, I'm the only girl. So you have to kind of do your own girl things over here sometimes. <laughs> and I think it kind of taught you like brave through a lot, but at the same time in braving through things, you often forget that other people are willing to listen and can hear what you're talking about and would probably relate to everything you're saying. And I think even with deployment, I tended to kind of come within myself, feel my emotions by myself and just figure them out, get through the day, whatever. Um, And in writing the song and seeing people relate to it, it's even brought me more realization that so many people do get what you're talking about. And I think especially during the season of the pandemic and everything like that, we oftentimes forgot that we all might be in a different ship, but we're braving the same storm. We just might be coming at it from a different angle. And so for me, it's just always one of those finding a way to express what I'm feeling in a way that gets me to where I need to be and where I can feel good, feel okay. But then also using music as a tool, which I do music for a living. So it can kind of get to be a little bit of a balancing act there. But I've always found that when you keep things personal, as much as that can be vulnerable and scary, when you write real life things for me, it keeps everything in touch with where it needs to be. It keeps everything real, vulnerable, raw. I like that. It's just always kind of my zone of write what you're feeling and everything else will fall into place. Mm, That is so good. And I love that point you're making because first of all, being willing to say it out loud, being willing to be vulnerable is powerful for yourself 
but it's a gift to other people too, because as human right. beings with human brains, we, we nonstop are thinking like, I'm the only one who's struggling with this. I'm the only one who feels this way. Everyone else has it all figured out. I mean, that's just such right. a common tale. We tell ourselves that is not almost never true. <laughs> right. Yeah. It, it makes us feel low about ourselves. It makes us feel isolated. It makes us feel weak. All of these things that really bring us down. So the more we all share, we help undo that story just kind of over and over. And it needs to be undone over and over kind of disproved. Right. But then particularly I've, I've experienced this with my podcast as well, that when you have a space to share, like with music or podcasting or blogging or just whatever it is, if you have, if you're willing to share and you have uh, like a platform, I guess you'd say uh, what a gift it can be to other people to be willing to put yourself out there and right. say, say it how it really is and say it how you really feel, even though there's going to be you know, you're tempted to feel embarrassed or you're tempted to feel like overexposed right. or, or whatever, but people hear it and they say, oh my goodness, I'm not the only one. And that's right. one thing that really caught my eye about your message, particularly in this song and in like your press release for this song was at that mo- kind of that motto you have at the end of it of just like wanting everyone to know they're not alone. Like this is kind of like a battle cry for military wives of like, let's just be in this together. Let's connect. And, you know, we're all just trying to be super strong and there's days where we're killing it, are super strong and feeling amazing. And there's days where we feel so weak and like, we're not enough and all of it's okay. And I love that. You're just like bringing people together under that one banner of like, we're in this together. That's so good. I love it. Oh yeah. Because it's like, as a solo person, you can only be so strong, but you can't be as strong as hundreds of thousands, even five people can be combined as a powerhouse. I mean, one person can do a lot. You can gain a lot of footway with that, but you add a few more people in there and you've got forces to lean on when you're not feeling complete. And it just adds so much more amp Mm. and so much more power to whatever it is that you're going through. And I think together we're always stronger than we are solo and apart. Oh, that's so good. Oh, that's so good. So what's next for you, Darian? All sorts of things. I mean, this summer is full of many, many, many shows moving to Nashville soon and getting everything into role to really just gear up and hopefully just push forward with all the force that we can and see what happens. I mean, it's all up to the deck of cards that you're laid and I'm grabbing everything to be laid a good one. (laughs) Awesome. So if people are wanting to see you live, can they see that information and those dates just like on your website? Yes, it is on my website. It's on Facebook. I typically put it on all my social medias at some point, but I would say my website is definitely the go-to place to find that out. Awesome. Okay, great. Okay. We're going to play a little preview of the song right now, give you guys a taste of it. But before we do that, tell me everywhere people can find your song and then how people find you so that they can reach out to you if they're interested or just follow you and, and all of those things. Yeah, I'm all over social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, even (laughs) at Darian Lee. My website is DarianLee.com. You can find all of my information there. I'm on all streaming platforms. Awesome. And I'll I'll link to all of those. Well, many of those places in the show notes. I don't know about all of those places, (laughs) but you're you're everywhere. We can find you. That's so awesome. So we're going to just close out the interview here before I play the song, Darian. So I just want to just end by saying thank you so much for being here today. It has been such a pleasure getting to know you, finding out more about your story and about your music. And I have just loved becoming a fan of yours. And I can't wait for everybody to uh, find you and share it all and just love you. And thank you for being here. 
Thank you so much for having me. This has been so much fun and so nice to talk with somebody who gets it. Yeah, for sure. That's really what it's about, right? Okay. Awesome. Thank you, Darian. I'll talk to you later. Thank you. Hey, it's Darian. Sorry I missed your call. Be sure to leave a message and I'll get right back to you. Hey, beautiful. I know you're probably sleeping right now and I'm not sure when I'll be able to call again. Everything's going good over here. I love you and I miss you. Black waves in the ocean are bound to